Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. It's your pal, he's Craig and Lucky. What did you get up to uh, last night? Uh, hockey is uh, now in full swing. It never really stopped, did it? It seemed over the summer that's all you were doing as well. No, no, we took a break for the most part during, couple of, couple during of days? the summer. A couple of, couple couple of, of days. Somewhere in our, like late July, took the 22nd, 23rd. Uh, no, I, you know, I was pretty good actually. Like, like, because both boys had, they did, did tryouts in uh, like April. Mm. And so made their teams. And at that point, I said, okay, we're, we're done. Like in terms of the summer hockey, spring tournaments, none, none of that mm. happened. If I can stay out of rinks in the summertime, I was quite happy to be able to so do that. So you could if you wanted to, and I'm sure there's many kids who do. They, they're hockey 12 months a year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And some of it, uh, you know, last year we did a bit of that because there was still, uh, tryouts in September. Like this mm. was tryout time. And so it, 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 it kind of sucked. It, it meant, you know, having to keep kids on the ice to at least keep them skating before mm. trying out for their teams. But oh, there are many who play all summer long and they join different traveling summer teams and, and link up with different kids. Some of it is to keep up with the Joneses. Some of it is to try and, uh, impress the coach that, uh, they're going to be playing for throughout the season. Most of it is for the wrong reasons. I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I, and with, and with good reason. I think the summer, you know, even most athletes will tell you, Gretzky being the first to say, play other sports. He played baseball in the summer. Yeah, play other sports in the summertime. Try other things. No, there isn't, there isn't any. There, in this country, there's Tim Hortons. Right. And there's hockey. And yeah. that's it. <laughs> that's all we've got. Nothing else on the go. Uh, a lot of faith in it. Uh, and, it's and crazy, the obsession with it. Like, I don't even know. Uh, in the U.S., I don't live in the U.S., so I don't know. I know their obsession with football and high school football, and maybe it is probably on the same level. So that's just our thing. It's it's We are just so addicted to the game. Well, for many, I think, south of the border, they see sport as as a way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 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 many financial and and, yep. and home situations, yeah. it, it it's a it's a way out. And you're right with scholarships and just the price of education, especially in the states, most mm-hmm. big schools. Uh, the only way some kids have a chance of getting there is through athletics. So you see some talent, mm-hmm. you say let's go for it. I don't know if the expense to do it is what it is in Canada. Probably not. No, I wouldn't right. suspect. I think football in the U.S. is a lot cheaper. Look, I even played for a heartbeat. I played some football, believe it or not, when I was like 12 or 13. I don't know but, why I but, signed up. What? what? Yeah. How is this coming out now? I, I signed up and I because a buddy of mine was big into it. Like pads, helmets, the whole deal? Well, I didn't. Well, here is the great thing about football. Now, I don't know if it's the same today. Are you talking soccer football? No, real Honest really? to God football. But I didn't even make it into a game. I, I didn't last a practice. Oh. I mean, it was a heartbeat. I I think my parents had to pay 30 or $40 or maybe even not that much, probably 20 bucks when I was like 12 or 13. Right. They gave you all the equipment. All you, right. You didn't have to go out and buy any except for your own shoes, I think, and jocks. A lot of the football leagues do that. Yeah, they have equipment. So it's, it's hugely cheaper than it is to play hockey. But I remember the first practice, they did this thing where they lined up a bunch of guys, 
facing each other, and you had to, with a football, run through them while they basically hammered you. Yes. Uh, I made gauntlet. It, I made it three-quarters of the way through that line, dropped the ball, and went home. <laughs> that was the end of it. That was the end of my football career. <laughs> so I think football in the U.S. is much like uh, soccer here. It's probably very inexpensive. You don't have a building to contend with. You don't need... You know, you, you need arenas, and those cost a lot of money and all the equipment. It's such an elitist sport that even if you, and I think you're right, even if you sent your kid into hockey with the idea that they'd get some sort of scholarship out of this, or if they even at the very least could make it to the OHL and then go on to some sort of education through that. But the expense to get there is so insane. Yeah. Why wouldn't you take up, I don't know, some other sport that offers up um, scholarships that perhaps doesn't have nearly the level of competition. Well, I, I think one there there is the the sense that so many others are doing it right, and, and mm-hmm. as kids get into it because it's so popular, mm-hmm. uh, and you know it being the most popular sport, they see it. Others are doing it. I want to try it, and then if you see some talent in it, you mm-hmm. say, oh, well, maybe. You know, the, the odds are so extremely, extraordinarily low that, you know, anyone makes a dime out of the sport mm-hmm. that I think a lot get really clouded in that. I mean, the, the ones you see playing in the summer are not, uh, your, your casual every day, just want to go for a skate kids. Mm-hmm. These are, these are kids who are on the cusp of triple, double, I mean, sometimes single A and, and, and wanting to move up and, and advance. Wanting to work on skills all summer long and uh, and get ready for a season. I, I mean, you got if the kids love it, what are you going to do, right? In, well, in, you say yes or no, I guess. I mean, I look, I I made a, a decent enough living in this uh, career, and I could have only afforded one. Yeah. How you do two, I do not know. I mean, if you say no, you 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 can obviously you can say no, but it's and if you and there are many I I think that are mortgaging themselves in order to do it. Um, you, soccer is not cheap necessarily in Canada, cheaper definitely, but soccer goes all, all winter long too. Those who are in rep mm-hmm. are playing, you know, indoors through a training throughout the winter and, mm-hmm. and, you know, whereas in the States you get a lot more programs that, you know, of course in the Southern areas that run all, all season, all year long. Sure. Uh, you know, lacrosse, another of those where they just, they find, and then basketball in the inner cities is where, you know, they definitely see their way out. Pickleball is the way to go, kids. Listen, it's it's, it's picking up pace. Oh, I have friends who have kids who are in tournaments. Pickleball was originally meant to be like a senior sport to yeah. for uh, you know somebody over forty to get out and get moving around. And now it's all ages are playing it. Eugenie Bouchard just signed with a pickleball league. You're going to leave tennis to play pickleball. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, she was struggling at tennis she, recently. So. Is she still dating university guys? <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm a big, big fan. Well, there you go. I am so glad I'm out of that circle. I Listen, I never judge a kid for wanting to play hockey. I totally understand that. I remember as a kid, desperate to play the game just because I wanted that coat. 
When I was a kid growing up, they had it was the leather sleeves and the felt front. Yes. And it's all I wanted was one of those hockey coats because it seemed to me that every guy that played hockey had a hot girlfriend who was wearing his coat. Was it Melton? Is that what they call leather and Melton? Uh, maybe. I always thought it was mutton. Like, why the hell would you put mutton yeah. in a jacket? I don't even know. Obviously, those type of jackets, they don't make anymore. But back then, that was the thing. And every guy whose parents had some dough played hockey. And, yeah. I desperately wanted to play, but my dad just said, nope, can't afford it. And so I think around the age of, I think like 15 was when I finally, my parents were finally able to afford me to play hockey. Right. 15 years old, never played, joined a house league. That la- that went well. I got yelled at by everybody, my teammates, the coaches, other parents. I said, I get yelled at at home for free while I'm doing this here. But uh, so it's not it's never been my issue with the kids. It's it's just been the parents. The parents are the worst. You ever out well, walking around in public? Maybe you're in a mall or on a bus, a plane, and maybe you're at a concert in a restaurant. And you ever look around and think to yourself, I wonder who isn't wearing underwear here? <laughs> you ever think that? <laughs> no. Well, many of them aren't. Yeah, there's quite a few people who admit uh, to uh, going commando a lot of the time, and it's mostly based on the fact they just forgot to do laundry. Okay. But there are a few who say they like that freeing effect. I would have said, like, like maybe women in the yoga pants, like, because they don't want the underwear lines. Mm. But that was perhaps a thing. Turns out men most likely uh, are willing to go commando. That seems like the laundry day thing. Yeah. Men under 45. Well, once you get over 45, things start hanging down even lower. Right. You know, you really got to have yourself some baggy pants. Well, but there was a stage there where all dudes were just showing off their underwear. Mm. They were wearing their pants to the ground. Right. Remember that old song? Right. Yeah, it's still a thing. You don't see it as much in young guys anymore. There was a period where they were all walking around showing their gitch. It was pretty ridiculous. I just thought, how uncomfortable is that? Like, I hate, I have to have my belt really tight. Yeah. I like my pants up and secure. <laughs> Even well, you got to just just below your nipples. Like yes, it, it's, yes. it looks kind of awkward. I've been meaning to tell you. That's why I got that egg box going on in my pants. But yeah, um, many people say uh, that they uh, they have occasionally gone uh, commando. Most say uh, sometimes and often. Very few say rarely. So it seems like it's a thing. I, I think I fall in the rarely category. I'm almost never. Really, eh? Yeah. Because, well, here's the thing. If you are wearing, if you're going commando because you're out of clean underwear mm. to the point where you couldn't re-wear a pair for one day while you do laundry, then perhaps underwear is a necessity for you because you've got some issues down there. Oh, I have to change underwear every 12 hours, right? <laughs> but maybe you need that filter, that yeah. layer of protection between yourself and the pant if you can't like stretch your underwear long enough to do laundry. So you're saying that you could, on a good day, Go 48 hours in one pair of gitch. I would at least make it to, to laundry time. My, like, like if I woke up in the morning, I'm like, oh, crap, I'm out of underwear. Mm. I would just wear the pair that I had worn to bed and then do under like do laundry that day. My underwear looks like a murder scene. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's uh, like some <laughs> somebody has been killed in my ditch. <laughs> Hence, you should never go commando. Yesterday, I had to uh, go see uh, the doc. I had to go see the urologist, as I've mentioned. I, I have the overactive bladder, the only thing about me that's overactive. <laughs> My great joke, I said it to the doctor yesterday. He had a good giggle. I thought to myself, you know, I don't collect things much, but what I am collecting as the years mount is doctors. Right, yes. I've been to an ear, nose, and throat specialist. I've had a cardiologist. If you move down the body, I've been to a gastroenterologist. Right. I've now got the urologist. Uh-huh. I just need a, a foot doctor. Doctor. What a are they? Podiatrist? I need a podiatrist. I got all the is. I'm collecting them all. <laughs> you, got, you got the whole thing. Like, easy... You got trading cards? Is that what's yes. happening? <laughs> You're collecting cards? Yeah. And every one of them <laughs> says the same thing. You're fine. You're just physically erect. Now, <laughs> not erect. Erect. Oh, no. That's why I'm going to the urologist. Um... Uh, we had uh, we had done some things with the hospital, Lake Ridge Health, and their mm-hmm. their foundation uh, for years, and we we had met a couple of urologists at one point. He's one of my guys. Oh yeah, yeah. We actually, he told me that they're going to probably get back to doing that big event that we hosted. Oh, now COVID is basically that was kind of a cool. It was, it was yeah. a team builder event yes. where basically they would take offices of people who would, who would uh, raise money, mm-hmm. uh, and then they would put them into like emergency room scenarios yeah. in the hospital overnight for a, or for a couple hours. We were there for a few hours in the evening. Yeah, it was a, basically it was, you know, wine and cheese. It was but fun. Then they would take people off and and put them into like a, an emergency room right. with a with a dummy or yeah. an actor, a CPR or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. There was a car accident scene mm-hmm. and something else. Yeah, no, he said they'll probably get back to doing that. That basement of the Lake Ridge Hospital in Oshawa is unbelievable. You'd never know what's going on down there. It is now, I was told, like a full teaching facility for uh yeah, for it was a coming big lecture office. hall. It was it was beautiful. Yeah, and I guess what one of the things is, I guess they used to have a lot of uh, Queens uh, students coming back and forth, and uh, now I think it's like full time there. You don't have to go to Queens to because uh, I would assume Queens has got a, a great medical uh, program, but. You can do it full-time there with this agreement that you will sign off on becoming a family doctor because I, we're, okay. lacking, we're lacking in so many. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah, it was uh, just meeting with one of my uh, specialists, <laughs> having them all over for dinner next week to discuss my problems. Uh, speaking of science, here's some science stuff for you. In parenting news, it has been found that if a guy has a really thick neck, we assume he'll probably not be a great dad. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got a like a toothpick of a neck, and I'm a horrible father. So, <laughs> just ask my kids. Like many things, you're the anomaly in these yeah. scientific experiments. Yeah. That's why all the specialists like to hang out with me. <laughs> um, in alien news, NASA announced that they now have a director of UFO research. That's right. Great, that's a great title. Yeah, they had this big press conference basically to talk about UFOs and and. Uh, uh, aliens, mm-hmm. and everyone was kind of waiting to see, are we going to open up the doors to Area 51? What's this all about? And basically they said, no, nah, we can't explain anything that's happened. Uh, we got no new news, but we've got a director who's going to look into it. Yeah, he says, uh, the head of NASA says, there are probably over a trillion, a trillion Earth-like planets in the universe. A trillion. That's a lot. That is a lot. Um, And we were just talking about Mars earlier. The hell were we mentioning about Mars? I even forget now. But anyhow, uh, they've uh, with these rovers that they send up to Mars, they figured out that we we could make oxygen there. They announced it's been able to make enough 
oxygen to keep a dog alive for 10 hours. All right. You need a much bigger version to keep teams of astronauts going <laughs> and the human race. And like I said, stop it with the trying to leave the planet Earth. Why, why, are you, why are you putting a dog up there to suffer? Yeah, the poor thing. <laughs> Isn't PETA all over this? What's going on? <laughs> right. <laughs> I eat a burger. <laughs> Let's just throw a dog on the planet. Let's yeah. see how long he survives. That's right. We eat a burger. We're made to feel like poop. <laughs> yeah, you're correct. To throw a poor little pooch up there and watch it die. Would you pay to use X? Elon Musk says he plans to charge X users a small monthly fee to use the platform. He claims it's the only way to fight bots. He didn't say when it'll start or how much you'll charge. He says it'll be a small fee. I wouldn't give dime one. (laughs) He'd have to pay me. I have it, and I open it every morning, and then I never go near it. Never look at it. I I use it for some traffic updates um, in in the NHL season for some hockey team updates, like following through that. But beyond that, no, I, I, I rarely ever post on it myself. What's, if, if what's at the, all. what is the big social, besides, I guess, X still being, uh, the thing? Um, what, what do we have now outside of Facebook and every, everybody under the age of 40 claims to not be on Facebook and right. hate it? Well, Instagram is still uh, alive in terms of just it, mostly just pictures. Right. Um, you know, TikTok for videos. Right. Kids are still using Snapchat for conversation. I guess TikTok still being the the biggest. Doesn't Facebook now have some version threads of X as well? Yes, yeah, there. It's called Threads. Yeah, never never seen it, never heard of it. I mean, I've, I have heard of it, but I've never been on it nor signed up for it. And I think I'm all the better for it. Right. Well, staying I, off of social media is the way to go, kids. Uh, certainly, uh, you'll find. And I, I think over the summer, I had, I had a massive kind of cleansing. Of the political stuff mm. on uh, on X and the rest, you know, stop following or, or or reading anything about the Marjorie Taylor Greens and Lauren Boberts of the of the world. Right, let all of that stuff slide, and it, because that is where things really have dissolved over the past couple of years. The mm-hmm. thi- the things that were uh, quietly kept away from public conversation all of a sudden we're just outed mm-hmm. and let's let's argue over politics with random strangers all the time well it, you know it has been I, I must admit it has been great since uh, trump has not been in office because the only reason i had any interest in it was he's such a freak show mm-hmm. it's such a circus i love not hearing about politics you really shouldn't yeah it should be as boring as the day is long but it's not anymore. It's a circus. Right. It's just an absolute freak show with the worst human beings being the lead actors. And so I uh, now that and hopefully he never returns to office, we shall see what happens in the U.S. if he does. But if he does, then I'll it'll probably be once again something to tune into because it's like watching a comedy movie or a horror movie, however you want to look at it. And unfortunately, it's it's how you get. You know, in our society, so so many people are craving the the attention mm-hmm. and and the likes, the clicks, and the and the uh, and what they f- seem to be support mm-hmm. is happening on these. They, they, you forget all the uh, the naysayers that are on there because they're full of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they crave, and that's what, that's what drives me nuts about Pierre Polyev. It's it's not the politics of his party. <laughs> it's more the reliance or uh, uh, the snippet mm. that they love on social media let's let's 
post this gotcha moment and, uh, and, and go with that, just drawing attention at all, at all possible moments. Yeah, it seems that politics is just basically sunk down to, uh, yeah, but he did it first. Yeah. You know, he, look at what he did. There's, there's no party platform. There's no where go. I mean, there's a lot of that we're going to bring down your taxes and all the easy, low lying fruit that every politician says. We're going to make life better for you. We're going to, all of that, which not, never happens. Nothing ever changes. Nothing ever will. But it, it isn't even that anymore. Now it's just, no, but look what he did. Yeah. You know, you see what's going down with the Bidens now and Hunter. I mean, he's suing the IRS. They're going after him. It's just this is all American politics will be now. Whatever president gets in, they're just going to try to get him out by, you know, trying to indict him on something. Yeah. So, or his kids. Yeah. So that's Or his grandchildren <laughs> or anybody, anybody even with the last name Biden. Whatever your last name is, even if you're not uh, a, a family member. If, if President Smith gets in, some guy named Joe Smith from Alabama is going to prison. Well, as the uh, winter heads our way and there's always the predictions of a ton of snow, more snow this year because of some vortex or something, but then we were talking to uh, Rob Havery when we were at the uh, Simcoe Hall Settlement, Settlement House uh, Golf Tournament. And he said every year, because he does not only, of course, landscaping, but they do snow plowing in the winter, uh, our our range of snowfall doesn't vary all that much. Mm. We, we get about, give or take, the same amount every year. It's all just on how it lands. Okay. Sometimes we'll get, like, scatterings day in and day out, and then other times we'll get a big dumping over a... A week or so. It's a, on average, uh, for like, Toronto, it's about 120 centimeters a year. All right. So that doesn't seem bad when you look at a town named Aramoro, Japan. Okay. It is the snowiest city in the world. Right. What did you say? How much does Toronto get? About 120. All right. They get 792 centimeters. <gasps> Holy crap. Every year. Really? No good for a short person. <laughs> I want to live in a very tall high-rise. Is it on Mount Fuji? I don't know where it is, but it's snowy. Here's an odd little uh, fun fact about the White House. There are 28 fireplaces in it. Really? Yeah. And we still have to uh, stuff documents in the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Someone thought of burning one of those up? Yeah, I guess uh, back when it was built, there was no... Uh, well, that was the heating, right? The heating of the whole place. Playboy didn't have a black Playmate of the Month in its first decade. A black woman named Jennifer Jackson broke the Playmate race barrier in March of 65, which was more than 11 years after Playboy started. Mm. Yeah. Bunnies come in multiple colors. I like this uh, this little uh, McDonald's fun fact. In okay. Sedona, Arizona, there is a turquoise M logo instead of the standard golden arches because the city thought the yellow would clash with its red rocks, so they banned the color. Really? Yeah. Been to Sedona, beautiful. To have been that that McDonald's? Uh, no, I don't remember that. But and why turquoise? Turquoise. I know. Why? But why pick that? I mean, the rest of the sign is red. Why wouldn't they just make the whole sign red then? Well, and you would think actually the yellow and the red would look good together. Like wouldn't turquoise, which is bluish, look a little look, off against the red rock? Really weird. Yeah, they're very weird in that Sedona. Or why don't you just make it white? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. If we ever settle on Mars, and I hope we never do, we'll need to use a different calendar based on the length of dates and years there. A year on Mars is 24 months, 27 or 28 days each. Wow. 
And we also learned that uh, scientists are sending dogs up there to uh, basically suffocate. <laughs> they figured out they're not, but they figured out that they could a dog could last what ten hours? Ten hours on Mars. Can we stop it? <laughs> stop treating Earth like we're squatters, or it's just a bad relationship we want out of. Right. I don't want to go to Mars. <laughs> I got everything here. Even if some McDonald's in Sedona has a turquoise M, at least I got a McDonald's here. I don't want to go as far as Pickering. I can't imagine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Mars. Stop it with the Mars stuff. Keenan Thompson has the record for the most celebrity impressions performed on SNL. He's done 139 of them. Wow. Been with the show since uh, 2003. Longest tenured cast member ever. Keenan was also the first regular cast member to be born after the show's premiere in 75. Somehow that doesn't seem right to me because when you look at new cast members, they're very young. Yes, but I guess he was the first one. Oh, I see. First yes. regular cast member born after 75. Right. Not okay. the only cast member. Right. The first. Yes. All right. You ever uh, remember the name uh, Eric Money? He played in the NBA. You ever recognize that name? <sighs> no. Well, he set a record. Uh, he is the uh, only NBA player to score for both teams in one game. He played for the uh, Nets against the 76ers in 1978. Part of that game was replayed under protest five months later. By that point, money had been traded to the 76ers. <laughs> Just lit it up. Yeah. yeah. If you're a basketball fan, you got to see the uh, L.A. Lakers uh, HBO show, The Winning Season or Winning oh, Game. Oh, really? The uh, story of the 1980s and the uh, Lakers dynasty. Every, it's not a documentary. It's a It's a show. Uh, a lot of great. Ca- the cast is amazing. It's it's so well done. I, I'm not even a basketball guy, but the, this is a story of the Lakers and how Jerry Buss built the forum and he had that party room where after every game it was in his mind it had to be an event. It was right. Los Angeles and everything had to be a party and a great time. And uh, yeah, really well done if you're a basketball fan. And and just the way. Uh, the, the feud between Jordan and Bird, and they sometimes they'd both look right at the camera, like when their team was winning. Jordan, no, uh, not Jordan, Johnson, jo- uh, Magic? Magic Johnson, and Larry yeah. Bird, and they'd look right at the camera and like, "I've got you." Like there was this <laughs> great moments. Anyhow, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, speaking of streaming stuff, like HBO, uh, Netflix, uh, they've been around for twenty six years now. I guess originally, of course, they were just the, the mail in DVDs, right? right? DVDs mailed to your house. But uh, they were the first making their own original content, or at least Netflix original content, because I think HBO's been doing it for a long time. But their first one was House of Cards, which debuted at Oh, years, okay. Which was great. The first couple of seasons were amazing. Um, you've heard of the term balls to the wall? Yeah. Well, it's an, actually a, an aviation term. The control sticks in some military planes have a grip that's shaped like a ball, and pilots would push them all the way to the wall in the front of the cockpit. To go as fast as possible. Oh. Sure, Tom Cruise has said balls to the wall. Yes. Probably said it more than just airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm insinuating anything. Pomegranate translates to seeded apple in Latin. Oh. You like a pomegranate? I do like it. Well, I like uh, pomegranate arrows. I don't know if I've ever actually bought a whole pomegranate. No. I need it. I need someone to dig all that crap out for me. Too much hate, work. I hate fighting with fruit. Right. I like fruit. <laughs> I had a lovely, like, three nectarines yesterday that Maria had bought. Really? I ate one. She got them at some market. I killed one. I said, this is the juiciest. And I killed the other two. 
Yeah, if, if there's like grapes and everything is washed, I'm, I just I'm a baby this way. Right. I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. We'll buy boxes of apples. Yeah, and well, they'll just sit there untouched, and, and then Adrian will will cut one up, yeah. slice it, and leave it out on the counter. And, just killing it. Where did this come from? You're like Oliver Twist. <laughs> yeah, I have another. No, I know. We'd just rather kill a bag of potato chips. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.